You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. We are talking about week three today. To be honest, week three is not all that different, just like in terms of a baby sleeping of is not very different from week two, but I think emotionally this week kind of gets rougher in a lot of ways. Babies tend to really be more aware of things. It might, in you, tend to be off of, you know, that high from birth and that high from, oh my goodness, I have a new baby. And the reality kind of sinks in like, wow, I haven't slept in two weeks. How am I going to do this for the rest of my life? So one one strong thing that I want to come out with this isn't what it's like the rest of your life, right? Week three, week one, two, three, four is not what it's going to be like in a year or even in six months. Um, Right now, you might be waking up every hour or two or every three hours if you're lucky or every four hours if you're super lucky, or if you're my friend Sam, every seven hours by this point. But the thing is, this is not how it's going to be forever. This is just a learning curve. I like to refer to sleep as a roller coaster. It's not a train track. Train tracks just go from point A to point B, but roller coasters give you loops and they suddenly throw you down and they suddenly take a, you know, really nice, you know, you know, when you're in a roller coaster and you're going up and it's really nice because you look down and you hear all the screams around you and, uh, okay. So fun fact, I was in band when I lived in Brazil and we would go every year, we would go play at an amusement park. It was called Hopi Harry, but it was kind of like Six Flags. Um, and I just remember that feeling of going up, 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 and I could see my friends in line. Um, and I knew it was a good point. It, I like that, se- those seconds of going uphill, which is kind of funny because uphill is not usually what you want. But anyways, the, the sleep has these ups and downs and these loop de doos and these surprise drops. And I think week three emotionally tends to be a surprise drop for a lot of people because it, it just, it seems endless now that you're really, really into it. So I want to tell you it's not. It's really just part of the thrill of being on the roller coaster of baby sleep. A few things that you can start doing. Um, one, make sure baby is, doesn't have day and night confused anymore. Make sure all the day hours from usually from 7 to 9, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. You're in the sunlight as much as possible. You're having music playing. You have your kids playing around you if you have other kids. Uh, you're having visitors. You're having people help you. Just make make noise, right? And if baby falls asleep at the breast or at the bottle, that's completely fine. And you want to cap naps if you're seeing that baby is sleeping only long stretches during the day. This is when you want to be like, okay, we're done with those long, beautiful naps in the more in the day. We're gonna cap them at two hours so that we can shift that to the night. And then at nighttime again, I mentioned this in the first couple of weeks, you want to focus on darkness, on quiet, red light if you have to, just so you don't, you know, activate anything that's going to keep them awake. I remember I met with a good friend and his wife around three weeks and she was, I just looked at her and poor, she looked just so exhausted and she was like, I don't know if I can do this. And obviously she was, you know, getting the baby blues or even more. And I told her, you know, this isn't working, right? So why don't we, I don't want to help you come up with a system that is working. And so I told him, you know, you can pump some milk of your, and maybe your husband can help you and he can take the first shift, you know, from... 10 to 2 a.m. he can take that shift and if baby wakes up he will take care of baby and you sleep from two to whatever um and I said maybe not right now maybe that's too much for you to even think about but start thinking about how you can sleep more if you really aren't getting much sleep you can you can do stuff like that 
I, I remember this is a time where Joe would take, um, yeah, he would take the first ship with baby girl. He would sleep, he would stay up with her from like two, from like 10 to two. And then I would take baby girl from two to six. Um, he would wake me up if she needed a feed, but usually she didn't. Usually they can go, you know, as many hours as weeks as they're old, depending of course on what your caretaker has told you. But this is a good week to revisit and be like, okay, my high is gone. I am starting to feel overwhelmed. I need to come up with a plan for the nighttime if baby is still, you know, overwhelming me all night. So again, this week, there's not too much difference. Their wake window is still short, still try to look at their cues and see when they're getting tired. A lot of newborns, their only cue is that their eyes get glazy. And so as soon as their eyes are getting glazy, try to get them down to sleep. We don't want to stress about independent sleep yet. But again, if you want to put them down when they look sleepy in their little bassinet and give them space and put some white noise on or even a little lullaby, Go ahead and do that and try that. If they fall asleep, great. If they don't fall asleep by themselves, that's okay. And if they're starting to get fussy, just hold them, rock them, go into a darker room and see if they'll fall asleep. But you do want to make sure they're not awake for too long. Some babies can be up for two, three hours and they fall asleep by themselves. And so, you know, those people don't need my podcast most likely. But if your baby needs is more typical, they probably need to be trying that every 45 minutes when they're awake. Now some people look at me and they're like, wait a minute, I'm going to be getting them to sleep every 45 minutes around the clock. And technically, yes, but usually once they're asleep, they're asleep for at least an hour, if not two. So it's not like every 45 minutes around the clock you're doing this. It's more just like every two hours you're looking for sleep cues and doing that. And again, you know, if you want to work on independent sleep at this stage, go for it. But if you just want to carry them, nurse them, bottle feed them, whatever you want for the these sleeps, that's okay. Babies tend to want to be held unless they have a personality where they don't like to be held. And then in that case, you're not going to struggle with it. But in general, it doesn't matter how you get them to sleep at this stage. All you want to make sure is that they're not getting consistently overtired. This is just a short and sweet episode because that's just all that <laughs> is important right now. I don't want anyone to be stressing out about sleep too much. The one thing that does stress parents out around this week or next week or the next is when is bedtime. And usually around two, three, four weeks, you start seeing that they have a specific time where they're falling asleep deeper. And that doesn't tend to be till closer to 11 or 12 p.m. And that's just, I guess, 12 a.m., 11 p.m., 12 a.m. And that's just kind of the the name of the game. A lot of you weren't just like later bedtimes and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Cause I know you, I'm sure if you've done research, you know, babies should sleep, you know, at 7, 8 PM at the latest, but newborns, especially the first couple months don't count as that. Now there are some newborns. Um, funnily enough, my two youngest, they like to have an a l- earlier bedtime. They both like to sleep around, start their night sleep a lot earlier. <laughs> and so they threw me off obviously because I knew that newborns sleep later, but just aim to see when their really deep sleep is. And that's when you can start the night. I've had a lot of clients that will, you know, start for 8 p.m. And then they're so frustrated because they'll sleep eight to nine and then they're just awake for a couple hours. And they're like, what am I doing wrong? And what they're doing is nothing wrong. It's just that 8 p.m. is actually a nap for baby and baby doesn't want to really go to sleep till 10, 30, 11. And that's okay. So that is it for week three. I next week, I think is week four. I mean, obviously, <laughs> consequent <laughs> before it goes after three, but I'm trying to line up some guests and figure out scheduling. Scheduling is getting hard. Gal, we are in a Montessori school, and so my kids have this weird, weird schedule of face in 
And um, I haven't mentioned too much about this, but we're also in transition. We're looking to get uh, some family transitions. But anyways, (laughs) I won't go too deep into that. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't signed up for our monthly tips, I definitely recommend it. Um, And I also have another few freebies if you go to babysleepanswers.com slash podcast. And I hope you have the best sleep tonight.